And welcome to all who eavesdrop with permission. This is the table of perspective where we understand that one matter at hand can be viewed through very contrasting perspectives. We are your hosts, Ashley and Beulah. And we will be talking about should you follow your childhood career? Mm-hmm. Should you just, as you're listening now, just sit down, take a moment to remember. You know, Remember what you wanted to be when you were young. When I grow up, I want to be a teacher. When I grow up, I want to be a pilot or an engineer. You're, I think you immature. didn't really know much of engineering, but you know the most common things that everyone wants to be: teacher, pilot, doctor, yeah, astronaut, astronaut. Not really much of astronauts, but astronaut. Usually, it's like scientists. <laughs> yeah, the scientists that really. I wanted to be an um, an astronaut once upon a time, but because I didn't want to do science as a subject, I just wanted to learn about science. Yeah, I decided not to. And right now, as we speak, I'm a videographer. So I think that's a very good point that we'll actually get into. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the initial conception of the idea as a as an immature, undisciplined uh, mind. Yeah. You know, and then going into quote yeah, unquote I, the real there's world. There's a lot of things I wanted to be. The first thing that came into my mind was a teacher and then an astronaut and then a chartered accountant back to astronaut, um, an astronaut and then back to teacher. I was like, no, you don't like that. And we will be going into it straight after our first song. Enjoy. Enjoy. Him so I we can't find him. Him get cooked. Oh, you better know. 
some LGs up a time him. Him get cooked. Oh, you better know. And when him come back, we just remind him. Sometimes a man forget, go forget, go forget, go Oh, no. That's no love. Because we're wrestling not against flesh and blood. But spiritual wickedness. Devil and him chickenness. Call me happy, happy. I'm going go with me prettiness. That's no happiness. One bag of slackiness. The blood of Jesus. Poof him with godliness. Oh, you better know. Holy Ghost power that's buying him. The devil get Oh, you better know. Lick him so I can't find him. Him get Oh, you better know. And when him come back, we just remind him. That's for the blood of Jesus. And we are returning. Have returned. We have returned. <laughs> So, um, childhood we, career. We were speaking about childhood careers, and Ashley, you know, what is your childhood career that you had intended to do? You said I had you mentioned quite, teacher. Yeah. So the first one was a teacher. Can I, I stop a, you right there? Yeah, one second. Yeah. Why? Because my mom was a teacher. Okay. Second career. What was it? An astronaut. Why? Because I really love learning about space. Third one. The third one was chartered accountant. Why? Because I heard that you earn a lot of money. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, you know what? Those, those perspectives are, they're, they're, uh, they're valid. I can mm-hmm. give you that much. Thank and you. as, as of you. now, are you, are you doing the things? No, I'm, I'm not even doing any one of them. None of them. Is your heart broken? Not really. Why? Because I'm happy with what I'm doing right now. Right. I'm a videographer. A whole entire person who a watches whole... other people live their lives and then edits it. Yes. And obviously I'm also into filmmaking. So filming and editing, VFX, you know what I'm saying? Like those yeah. things are cool. Because I think, okay, video editing, I wanted to become a video it's editor since grade eight. So like I started editing like pictures, you know, these pity things, yeah. you know, pictures, videos, you know, using video mixer, you know, to edit these, these pity video thingies. And then um, I learned about this app called InShot and I was like, InShot is cool. It is cool. I was like, okay. That's and what I edit all my videos on actually. Exactly. The Grateful Girl. <gasps> Serious? Yeah. On InShot? Oh my gosh. But like, so um, I'd edit on InShot, you know, and then I'd show... My HOD right now, uh, <laughs> who is she, that she is my HOD as we speak. And um, I'll show, she's like, this is actually cool. This is actually cool. And I didn't, um, right now I'm doing an internship on videography and filmmaking, which That's is so awesome. cool. I think that um, we can actually mention the quote uh, that will kind of set the stage for, yeah. for the direction. And it's by Albert Camus. There is no happiness if the things we believe in are different than the things we do. So he was actually a French philosopher, an author, and a journalist. He was awarded in 1957 the Nobel Prize in Literature at the age of 44. My dad was not even born at the time. <laughs> Shame it. Uh, and he was the second youngest recipient in history. What? His uh, works included The Stranger, The Plague, mm-hmm. The Myth of Sisyphus, and The Fall and the Rebel. Yeah. Why do I feel like I've heard of those things before? Like, it's possible. Um, yeah, I've heard of the, the Mississippi, what? The myth of Sisyphus. Oh, okay. I, 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 please correct me I, if I, I did not pronounce said, that correctly. I almost said the Mississippi. I'm like, Mississippi? I've heard of Mississippi somewhere. I'm sure that's in history or yeah. something like that. So, yeah. Some statistics actually on um, people ch- uh, following their childhood dream or, or not rather. Um, there's a, a website called Mashable. And yeah, Mashable. 
or rather a page, um, and they state that perhaps unsurprisingly, the study found that 80% or 78.06% to be exact mm-hmm. of adults do not end up following through on their career path of their six-year-old imaginations. Sure. The approximately 22% of people who do pursue their jobs as their younger selves had dreamed up, mm. um, they are overwhelmingly happy with their careers, which I think is very interesting yeah, to, that to is mention. True. Uh, nearly 90% of respondents who fall into this category report high levels of job satisfaction. That's crazy. For this cohort, the industries with the highest levels of satisfaction include education, information technology, healthcare, professional services, and that government. Is, like that, that's most of the things that every child wants to be, as you mentioned. I mean, like pilot. I, I didn't. Government. I never wanted to be a pilot. I never wanted to be a pilot, but. The thing is that there's government inside there and most teachers, government, there are private teachers, mm. well, they teach in private schools and then there are government, but, you know, government, you know, law and stuff like that. That's a very good point to make because I think that it comes back to when you're a child, you're not uh, limited by circumstance. Yeah, you're not actually. You, you don't consider the fact that there is responsibility, there are other factors at hand. Like you also mentioned about a charter accountant and was it an astronaut? Yeah. As a six-year-old, you don't, anticipate having to study seven years and you're having to go through student hard work of freaking pure maths whoever created pure maths stuff you no not stuff you no but it's actually interesting but you know what's also more interesting what also got me to love science more guys i'm so sorry i am very sorry uh, that i'm going to mention the flash because like there's a lot of science (laughs) i'm sorry but like let me be honest these people they calculate speed they calculate um uh, traveling back in time they calculate all these lightning stuff and it has to be mostly to some degree mostly it's the speed force that they calculate and like okay if you run um this fast at this amount of speed and then this is how you're going to create a portal or if you run this fast around you can jump into the past or the future depending on where you you sit your mind so there's just a lot of calculations i'm like tell me something which people sit down and calculate speed force. I mean, there are some people that actually have a childhood dream of like um, being mathematicians. Yeah. The ability to perceive life through numbers. It's actually cool because when I watch them, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I had a brain like yours. But unfortunately, my brain is limited to videography. I mean, it's not quite limited. I think that circumstantially... It's just maybe I limit myself because yeah. I'm eager to learn anything. But if I see something, I'm like, no, sorry, it's fine. I just shut my brain. I'm like, no, it's fine. But like, yeah, also, um, there's this uh, a, a question that are people who follow their dream, dreams happier or their careers? Yeah. But it says that there was a survey found of 92% of people who ended up in their childhood dream job are happy in their job as an adult leaving only eight percent unhappy alternatively 84 percent of those who did not end up in their childhood dream are in their job leaving twice the amount 16 percent unhappy that's hectic that that's hectic because a lot of people that i've asked about their dream careers are not actually doing what they want there's a couple that i know Not a couple, like as in two people in love. Oh, like several people. Yeah, several people that I know um, that are following their childhood dream careers. And it's like, yeah, good for you. You're one of the people that... But on my side, 
it's actually rare to actually like find most of like a high percentage of people that actually follow their dream jobs because like you for example weren't you didn't you want to be a teacher or a bartender or a mix of mixology (laughs) (laughs) so so i think that's the thing as a as a very small child um i wanted to be a teacher because Mm -hmm. i absolutely adored my uh, preschool teacher so everything about her i if i could embody that that would be like I'd be dandy. Mm. Um, but then as I grew older and I found interest in like the ability to mix substances together, <laughs> and this sounds very wrong, but it, the ability to mix substances together and they, have different, cool. they have different velocities yeah. and not velocities. Wow. Um, they have, because of the chemical mm. structure, they separate when you add them together and there's like this whole chemical reaction, everything yeah. that happens. Um, but as an adult-ish person right now, it's not sensible to follow being a mixologist. Yeah. There isn't enough value or substance in, in doing that for me personally. So what are you doing right now? Sure. That's deep, actually. Why yeah, do you want to expose shocking. my life? <laughs> so I do teach part-time and then I oh, am a full-time cool. secretary slash PA slash admin. Slash admin slash... Yeah. You understand. <laughs> but I might but that is actually full-time cool. teaching next year. Ah, at least you following your childhood dream See, career. The thing, the, I think that's that's an important thing to note is when you, as a youngster, right, conceive this idea of what your dream career is, mm. um, and then you you actually age into it. It, it depends on what kind of. It is dependent circumstantially. However, mm. like what many people do is, if they have a dream that is very challenging. They say that because of the childhood dream that was conceived initially, then it is worth fighting for. It is worth for making the sacrifices for. You know, yeah. um, I, I don't know how to put it, but but, but is it valid yeah. to do so? It's the same with me. I forgot to mention also one of my careers was I wanted to be a musician, a singer, you know. You wanted to be on the stage. I wanted to be on the stage, behind the mic, you know, you know, behind the piano. Behind guys, can I just say I'm learning the bass? I am learning the bass. Bass Yes. But is it a, a plugin or a okay, sick? It's the plugin. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I really wanted to be a musician. I remember last year I was actually following up. You know when you sing on social media and you know you tag those artists, yeah. you know, so that you can get exposed one day. Eventually I feel like me not having a phone for a few months actually taught me and set me down and said, is this what you want to be or you just want to be this because of fame? Yeah. And I was like, okay, do I really want... And then I got a phone and I was like, do I want to be this? Because yeah. even after my Instagram account was taken down, the whole <laughs> followers. It wasn't taken down, it was hacked. Okay. So my heart was sore and I was like, I have the videos still mm. on my Google photos and whatnot. I can still repost them, but I'm like, do you really want to be that? Even like with modeling, mm. a lot of people are like, Ashley, you should do modeling. You should do modeling. You should do modeling. You should. I, he- I heard it everywhere. Yeah. And I was like, do I want to do modeling? Because like, there's a lot of pressure in modeling. Eh? There's like those nasty girls, if you're way prettier than them, they'll try by all means do what they can to actually bring you down and make yourself feel ugly and stuff so i actually sat down and i thought about like do you actually want to be this so i said i like i love video editing i would kill to do video editing you would kill 
to do video editing mm-hmm. on Photoshop or in real life? Real life. <laughs> Photoshop. Jeez. I actually want to learn Photoshop because, uh, uh, you know, I want to learn a lot of things. Yeah. Because I've already learned how to do like some VFX, you know. Iron Man when he's behind the suit, you know, Flash running very fast, you know, these nice things, yeah. you know what I'm saying. We so always be open to learning, even if it's not part of our career. Yeah, even I started learning any major, I'm like, <laughs> I'm fine with science and maths. Oh my gosh. Sure, I man. actually did a course on Pixar in a Box, Khan Academy, Pixar in a Box. If you want to check it out, it's actually cool because you actually find out on what they actually do behind the they they movies that's awesome. like cars how how so like there's different segments on how their movies actually work so mm-hmm. like there's storytelling then there's and there's like different segments of like how they draw and how they, so like have you watched the movie inside out yeah i know there's that scene where they all turn into 2d shapes yes that was actually like an experiment because that's how they actually draw their characters so like the when initial, you saw with uh, sadness sadness concept. was a line and she was all sad and you, so like shapes actually determine their emotions and stuff that's sure. they use shapes to determine someone's even like with monsters university that evil monster that you know that teacher that oh yeah. the slug exactly what is what is her favorite isn't she, line isn't she like the one with the wings and stuff her right the one with the wings monsters yeah. inc I is it Monsters University? Monsters? I don't know if it's Monsters Inc. or Monsters University, but one of the monsters. Okay. Anyways, continue. So it's that lady with the 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 evil lady. The evil lady, yes. <laughs> but w- like when when the guy was showing us, he actually showed us that it's triangles. So yeah. she's basically drawn from triangles, and triangles actually have like that anger emotion that oh, okay. you know. And they go so they through the type of emotion. Yeah. By, uh, so the, the there's a lot that they the... go through, and then there's also that animation part where we got to, and I was like, huh. ah. <laughs> maths is included here. Of course, pure Probably maths. Yeah. Even making the grass per- parabolas and stuff. I was like, no, why? Well, you put but it's actually into interesting. System, so, so I was like, at least I know something. I learned something, and I realized I don't want to be an animator. That's a good thing. Uh, maturity brings understanding of circumstances, yeah. which might make make a childhood dream illogical. Yeah. So I was just you like, need to experiment okay. and, and find out what actually what you will actually... serve you in your life. Because yeah. this is this is your one shot. One shot. You got only one shot at one this. One shot, one kill. Do you know exactly. who that? Do you know who that from? You don't Who's know. That for? I've heard it before many Let times. Me look at it. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you don't okay. Anyways, sorry. There is a moment of laughter, guys. It's, I this is the time where you laugh. This is the time. Love. Laugh, okay. mate. Do it now. Nah. Uh, should You're we go into our second song? Yes, we uh, shall. We shall. And the second song we're going into is "I'm a Piano Vibes." Yes. So, um, this is actually we are there. She's there. She's we are there. there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we'll get into it and then speak to you shortly.
And you're still with us. And you're still with us, Thanks, obviously, guys. because this is the, <laughs> it's the best, to be. best platform to be. Active FM 
and best place best topic best channel best everything to be in right now so we are continuing with um our should you follow your Your childhood childhood careers and should you I mean, if you go into to some of the people that we know today, like really big businessmen mm-hmm, and stuff, mm-hmm. um, they had this conceived idea or, or childhood career idea that uh, was worth sacrificing everything for. And uh, actually, you actually have a graph of mm-hmm. some of the jobs that aid that well, I guess some kids have at certain ages and age groups, which, yeah, that which is really actually speaks cool. a lot about yeah. the psyche as, of, a, of a child, the way that they perceive life yeah. at different stages of their life. If you'd so like, like going to that. Uh, we don't mind, obviously. Why not? So like from age one to three, uh, most want to be ballerinas or dancers or musician or a singer or a doctor, sure. which a ballerina or a dancer is 18.6% of the kids from one, that age from one to three that want to be a ballerina or dancer mm. and then a musician and, or a singer um, is 14.3% and a doctor is 11.4% Can which I, is just kids that are like one years to three years old. Yeah. Can I add to that? Mm-hmm. I think that there's a running theme actually as we'll go through the graph mm-hmm. that depending on what kids are exposed to at certain ages I think that's, that's true. That encourages them because yeah. mo- I mean most times they, they watch cartoons and the places that they usually go to are to the doctor for mm. checkups. So well, the things that they're exposed, exposed to, to brings about a desire for exactly that. that. It's the same with me. The things that I was supposed to want uh, made me want to become a teacher. And then yeah. I heard about money. I was like, I earn so much money per month that they want to be a chartered accountant. At that period of life, you wanted like, money. <laughs> exactly. And I was you had like, a need for money, rather. And, and you know, recently this year, there was um, a radio um, guy who was speaking and he said something that I'll never forget. He's, he said something about if you do something for money, mm. then you don't love it. Sure. Which means if I, I don't mind doing videography, even if I wasn't earning, I need to earn obviously so that you can make a living. But like, if you're doing something for money, you don't love that thing yeah. because you can just wake up. Oh my gosh, another day and then you just go to work for yeah. the sake of it because you're earning the money that you want. If you're not happy with what you're doing, then what's the point? Yeah, It, it even goes back to the quote that you said from Albert. If you're not doing it because you're happy, then what is the point? If there's no happiness in the things we believe in and they're different to the things we do. Exactly. Yeah. So the other thing, right, is that uh, a lot of people say, if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. Yeah. Would you, would so you agree true. to that? I would agree to that. Would you say that passion and um, creativity and enthusiasm can outweigh uh, the strenuous expectation of work? Would you say that? I think so because, as I said previously just now, was if you're working for the money... Yeah. You're a slave to that. You're a slave to money. Then that's your passion because you're expecting to get that out of it. Exactly. And now if you're working with something that you love, you're passionate about, Mm. you don't feel the time, you don't feel the pressure, you don't feel the work. You're enjoying what you do. So if you're enjoying what you're doing, I promise you, as that... um, if you enjoy what you do, you won't have to work a day in your life. Then if you're enjoying it, you're enjoying it. You're actually not working. You're like... Oh my gosh, I'm doing what I love. Yay! You know, but I think 
going back to the thing that I experienced, I was extremely, honestly, I was perpetually anxious about the fact that we could never be completely accurate in every aspect of our life. Like, if there is literally not one thing that every single day of your life doing it could be that that same emotion that you're talking mm. about that that complete satisfaction it, it's perpet per, wow yeah. it's, it's perpetually um it, it made me perpetually anxious, anxious. Yeah. wow you know what all of these words that i'm saying are just like failing big time don't worry basically what i'm saying is that it was it was mentally exhausting to think that you can never do things absolutely yeah. right yeah. you'll never find exactly one what thing what you want or yeah that is true like it's dependent on your character that irrespective is. of what you're doing you're going to do it well yeah, that is true because to be honest i think if i really 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 wanted to be an astronomer because mm. right now i don't mind doing research on you know what's happening with our world yeah coming up with all these facts about you know space our earth you know yeah all these things but now I saw that I don't love science. I love learning about it. I no. don't love it. The application of it. Exactly. Like as in now I have to write a test on science and gravity and I'm like It depends on, on, on the the weight of value you add to it. Exactly. If and I didn't want to add a lot of time into that. I was like, no, no, I have better things to do. No, I have better things to do. <laughs> so I was just like six year old, twenty seven year old Ashley. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> the one but, in the two in one. Yeah, <laughs> two in one. But like, I was like, if I'm gonna do something and you know there's actually something that um I've come across many times with a lot of people ask me, how do you choose your subject? Yeah. And like in, in high school, cause like here in South Africa, when you reach a certain grade, which is grade 10, um, you choose your subjects mm. in the previous grade going to the next grade. So I never chose my subjects cause my parents forced me to choose my subjects oh, that's interesting. because there's a lot of parents that force their kids or you find there's a lot of kids that do their subjects they do because of their parents yeah. are forcing them to do what the parents want them to do. Because yeah. like, I feel like some parents are like, no, just because I didn't become a doctor, I want you to become a doctor. Mm. Now the child is forced to do sciences and pure meds to become a doctor because the parent wasn't able to, you know, wasn't successful in becoming a, a doctor and stuff like that. And then... Um, I told them, I'm like, if you're doing a subject because your parent is telling you to do it mm. and you don't want to do it, consider yourself failing. Because, oh, really? Exactly. Because I have a friend who who's actually still doing the subjects, but he wasn't doing well. Mm. Thank God that he is now doing, um, he's, you know, he's progressing. But okay. he had to repeat a grade because his parents forced him to actually do the subjects that he's doing currently right now. Mm. And you're going to fail because you don't love doing it. You don't mm. love it. I, 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 I had to change my subjects because I was like, I don't like doing accounting. My dad tried to force me into staying in pure maths and accounting. And it's like, no, you have to stay in pure maths because, you know, pure maths will take. I'm like, daddy, I don't want to do pure maths. Please do not force me because I'll end up failing yeah. and repeating a same grade because... I'm doing something. And then when I switched to uh, maths, lit, ma maths literacy, um, I did better than what I did in pure maths. Yeah. And I enjoyed that subject. And my dad was like, okay, cool. I'm not going to force you. 
because yeah. I, I don't want you to become something you don't want to be. Of course. Yeah. I think that also uh, parents try to see that you have a certain amount of capacity and perhaps that because of the way that, I mean, as a kid or a teenager, hormones have a big play in your your maturity and your ability to actually grow and whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but I think that oftentimes parents think that, and you can't blame them for this, to be honest, to some degree, that um, seeing your potential, uh, it's almost like a missed opportunity if they don't encourage you to, mm. to reach that capacity. Mm. That if you hadn't tried and you hadn't pushed further, you wouldn't have known if you, if you did good enough or if you were even able to do that. Yeah. Um, and then obviously them trying to live their own dreams through you. Because yeah, that, 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 that is like what I've told a couple of people. Do not do the subjects that your parents force you. Even some yeah. of the teachers... Um, from my previous uh, high school would actually tell me, uh, would actually actually tell those people that if you're doing a subject because your parents told you to do it, you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. You're going to see yourself failing and you wouldn't understand. You're like, I'm putting so much effort into trying to pass this, but yeah. you're just reaching either the average. Below average. Or, or below average, exactly. And you're not reaching what. Your potential, yeah your potential is so but some kids also don't have the maturity to to persevere in something that's difficult uh, where they actually have the capacity for it so what I, would you say I, about I, that i think i would consider myself in that category oh really because going back to science mm. if i persevered in science mm -hmm. and if i love science and if i wanted to apply science i would have done it and i would have passed it because it's a thing I wanted to do, yeah. but I was just like, no, I don't want to. So I won't put myself into that much of stress because mm. science is like that. It's a very challenging concept. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's on another, it's like number one thing. If you're not doing science, then what are you doing? That's yeah. basically. You have to streamline your, your, your career uh, subject. Yeah. yeah. So like it, it, it's just like if you're not doing science and you're not doing pure mess, then what are you doing with your life? Mm. Um, they, uh, there are a couple of people that actually look down on you because you're not doing the type of subjects they're doing or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, it's not about what you think. It's not about what my parents think. It's yeah. about what I Why think. Why you even exist and the purpose of that. Exactly. And if it's not for, for me, it's not for me. I won't do something that is not for me. Yeah. I promise you. Like if I, if IT, I want to learn IT because I want to learn it, not because I want to do it as a career. Yeah. You know, and if... If you're doing something because you're forced to, I promise you're not going to enjoy it. Yeah. You're not. I mean, but then you'd say that if, uh, would it be good to do something that you enjoy and not make a lot of money? Yeah, because you're enjoying what you're doing. But also... But then what's, what's the point of purely having enjoyment and not being able to fulfill other parts of your life? That's why there's always plan Bs. Guys, you know... What are those plan Bs? You know, I feel like plan B. I'm like, okay, if I don't become a teacher, I can become a videographer. Yeah, but the if thing is... If I don't become like, a videographer, I can become a, to a tourist. There are many people that only succeed in their 60s. From, like, a lot of artists, they, they, for majority of their life, scrape by. And then when they, like, hit 60, suddenly it's just like, boom. Like, now everything comes Oh, when they die, is that when their music starts booming? Yeah. And then, like... What? Is it worth it to follow something that you have passion for, but there isn't any remuneration for it? Depends on who you are. Depends on who you are. Okay. I feel if, like if, if who you are cannot live in your mother's house and be fed until you're 40, 
then is that valid? No. Yes. No. But but you Maybe. need to do what you what what um your passionate about, right? And you're not earning a lot, then. You see, that's the thing. When when value is put on money, then everything else, like passion and all these other things, uh, they almost get thrown out of the out of the window. Yeah. But there's actually a quote that I'd quickly like to find. So the, the quote is actually uh, by William S. Burrow, and it says, What does the money machine eat? It eats youth, it eats spontaneity, life, beauty. Above all, it eats creativity. Mm. It eats quality, and it excretes quantity. Sure. It uses a vulgar word, but excretes is, is yeah, the is, better of saying it. One of the, yeah, that, that is, sure. Would you say that that's, that's true? It is kind of to some degree, yeah, to some, because even if you look at the people that are famous right now, they're not famous because they want to be famous. They're famous because of the money they get, whatever they want, and you can't always judge that as as uh, others do it because they love the music. Others yeah. do it because the money. Others do it because they have the girls, you know, the cars, yeah. you know. Others have their own different reasons of doing it, but sure, yeah, and then you end up selling your soul to the wrong things, and that's true. Yeah, I think as a whole, this was a, a really valuable conversation to have. I really appreciate that I was able to talk to you about yes, it. Yes, that is also my honor to actually speak to you about this. But we are it comes down to um, what you're meant to be doing, why you're meant to be doing it. Yeah. And um, if circumstantially you're able to overcome those things yeah. with, the, with the passion for it. I think it's, it's quite a challenging thing to think about. It actually is. But, but I think it's a conversation that people must definitely have. Yeah, people should actually speak about such topics because I feel like there's a lot of topics that are avoided. Um, but like these ones, they're like, no, yeah. I'm doing what I want to do because I love it and stuff. But yeah. sometimes you need to find out why they're doing it and why they did not do what they wanted to do and Precisely. why they're doing what they're doing now. So... We yeah. can't just live a nine-to-five and then go to the grave. Well, anyways, going to the grave, what are we doing in the middle of it? And if so, if so, you have, you have circumstances that keep you in a nine-to-five, mm-hmm. is the rest of your life so filled with substance that, that, that you're able to, to fulfill those things by keeping a nine-to-five? I don't hmm. know. Sure. Yeah. But that is for you guys to also think about what Let you're doing know. now. Let, Let us know. know. Um, on our social media platforms on Active FM, Triple Seven on Instagram, Facebook, The Table of Perspective, and The Table of Perspective on Instagram. Definitely better DM us, and we will definitely be contacting you back and answering your questions 100%. Thanks All for right, listening. this has been the table of perspective, and we're going to be going into our last song, which is by Active Worship. And goodbye, Thought Scenes. Cheers. Have a great one. Bye. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gap and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.
the language of your spirit. The unknown is revealed through the power of the fourth dimension. I may not see it yet through the eyes of my flesh. I have conceived it through the power. Oh, please, work together for my good. 